The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Vaughn, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Good morning, everyone. I'm trustee and associate pastor Edmund Sproat Sr. and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW, Channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming. <clears throat> Excuse me. And from 11 to 12 midnight on station KGBY TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church, located at 1043 Middle Street, is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon. A landmark in Cleve for over 90 years and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. to B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923, and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr., in 1959, who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, 
and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints, wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is, those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. The Apostolic Faith Church Choir, directed by Amelia Hahn and accompanied by T.R.S. Summers on the piano and Pohaku Quarter on the organ, will open today's program with joy and grace, singing the love we have for our Heavenly Father. He shaped each and every one of us for a purpose. In every facet of the gospel work, Jesus has a place for us, his own, his very own. Our testimony is not what we say, but it is in every action, every step, everything we do, we all do in Jesus' name. Entitled, The Potter, I invite you to sing along with the choir as the words appear on your television screen.
The church band directed by Hip Pastor Billy Hahn Jr. will play for you the number entitled Jesus Never Fails. Yes, dear television viewers, the true born again can truly say, thank you, Jesus, he never fails. I now call upon the wonderful voice of our soloist for this morning, Emilia Hahn. She will present to the Lord her rendition of the beautiful number entitled, I Look to the Shepherd. 
Emilio would be accompanied by head pastor Billy Hahn Jr. on the piano, Mason Asano Sr. and myself on guitars, associate pastor Marvin Aming on the bass, and Iris Locke on the drums. Thank you, Emilia. What a beautiful rendition. Let us now call upon the choir to sing their second and final number for today entitled, Heaven Came Down. Praise the Lord. It was truly a wonderful day when Jesus saved me. And what a joyous day it will be for you when the Lord calls to you to come 
and be baptized in his precious name, filled with his Holy Spirit, and walk with him in this life till we meet him in clouds of glory and fly with him to paradise.
Every time I hear that beautiful song, I am filled with such joy and gratitude. Yes, saints and friends, it is the joy of the Lord which can fill you with peace and love. Under my direction, the next group of instrumentalists are known as the Apostolic Faith Church Orchestra. Today, they are ready to play the song entitled, When Jesus Returns for His Own. Our next vocal number will be presented by Associate Pastor Marvin and his beloved wife, Sherilyn Abing. They will sing for you the number entitled, In the Garden. One's life cannot be so busy that saying a simple prayer for the day would not help. It definitely wouldn't hurt, do you think? Try and take some time before starting your morning to say a little prayer and see what happens. The Lord Jesus prayed constantly without ceasing for the ones he loved the most, for the souls of mankind. Can we not do the same for one another? And for today's number, it gives me great pleasure to dedicate this song to Timothy Hahn Jr. Tim, your dedication and love for our Savior will not go unrewarded. May you continue your diligent labor for the Lord, and he will most assuredly continue to pour out his bountiful blessings upon you and your household. Have a wonderful week.
Shalom and good morning everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Melvin Honda and I would like to repeat our television time stations and locations in the continental United States for our viewing audience, especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, that these telecasts can now be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XD TV channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSC channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV channel 8 and Comcast channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. 
from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV channel 11 in Monterey, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon, from 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO channel 22 in Seattle, Washington, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KUCW channel 30 of Ogden, Salt Lake City, Utah, and parts of Nevada and Wyoming, from 11 to 12 midnight, on station KGBY-TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit our website on JesusComingSoon.org. And now, concerning our schedule of gospel services here in our home state, Hawaii, services held at the temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel services start at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages will begin at 9 a.m. and prayer services are held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. except on Fridays at 10 a.m. At Okamiki Branch Church located at 1361 Palolo Avenue, gospel services are held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule is observed by neighbor island branch churches as services are also conducted by Pastor Reginald V. Kessinera Sr. in Kanakakai, Molokai, by Pastor Kenneth M. Alverio in Lahaina, Maui, by Pastor Walter I. Tinloa in Hilo, Hawaii, by Pastor Leonard K. Y. Asano Sr. in Koloa, Kauai, by Pastor Hannibal Espero in Balogo, Pikawayan, and by Pastor Vesper Espero in President Rojas, Cotabato, Mindanao, Philippines. You are welcome to attend these services regardless of church affiliations. There are no collections. However, if you desire to voluntarily contribute to support these telecasts and the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated at the conclusion of the telecast. And now, I'd like to return our program to Associate Pastor Trustee Edwin Sproad Sr., who will bring forth his spirit-directed and spirit-inspired sermon. Thank you, Melvin. Welcome, dear television viewers, to another weekly presentation of the Gospel of the Kingdom of God telecast. And thank you for joining us in the reading of today's sermon entitled, The Grace and Truth Found in Christ Jesus. As true born-again Christians, we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, His grace and truth, and the wonderful promises given to all mankind to help us live a life above sin. In John 1:14 and 17, we find this exhortation, and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld His glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. The term grace is defined as God's unmerited divine mercy, given to all mankind by Jesus Christ through His sacrifice on the cross of Calvary for our salvation, regeneration, and sanctification. And today, we are living in the dispensation of grace, defined by Paul the Apostle as a period of God's demonstration of love, patience, and forgiveness towards mankind. A dispensation is a period of time or an age in which God tests mankind as His creation according to a set of specific spiritual standards concerning mankind's obedience to the known will of God. God's Word, the Bible, records seven major dispensations and failure by mankind to accomplish any one of them 
according to God's will, surely will bring God's judgment upon mankind. And today we are now in the sixth dispensation age of grace, or church age, which began on the day of Pentecost. It is addressed in Acts 2, verses 1 through 4, that reads, And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues, like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. God's Holy Spirit was outpoured upon the 120 believers in the upper room in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost, which formed God's first true church and body of believers, commonly referred to as Pentecostals. This sixth dispensation of grace will end at the rapture when the Lord Jesus Christ returned in, in clouds of glory to call up His waiting bride, the church. 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 through 17 denotes this upcoming event. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Today there are may be some controversy as to when the dispensation of grace begins and when it will end. However, the most important point for believers to know is, is that now is the time when God's plan of salvation is made available to men, women, and children everywhere. And God has purposed this period of grace to be a blessing for both Jews and Gentiles alike. Therefore, the gospel of the kingdom of God is God's plan of salvation offered to mankind regardless of race, gender, and former religious beliefs. And the gospel good news is Jesus saves, Jesus heals, Jesus baptizes with the Holy Ghost and with fire, and Jesus is coming soon. The underlying mandate of Jesus Christ in this period of grace should compel every man, woman, and child to keep his commandments as instructed in 1 John 5, 3 that reads, For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. During this dispensation of grace, the Lord Jesus Christ is not testing mankind's legal obedience to the law. He instead invites men, women, and children everywhere to accept Him as their personal Savior, Master, and Lord, and to ex execute good works as the first fruits of their salvation. Therefore, the entire human race upon this earth is without excuse for not believing and accepting Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, Master, and Lord. And Jesus Christ Himself, God Himself, will make all things possible to those who put their faith and trust in Him 
even when things appear to be impossible. Today, dear television viewers, the Lord Jesus Christ is offering everyone the opportunity to accept His plan of salvation for our souls and for the remission of our sins. God's remission of sins is defined in Psalms 103, verse 12. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath He removed our transgressions from us. When we accept the Lord Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, He then removes our sins as far as the east is from the west, and He remembers them no more. And this biblical promise given by the Lord Jesus Christ applies to men, women, and children of every generation defined in Hebrews 13.8 that reads, Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever. The Lord Jesus Christ commissioned His apostles in Mark 16.15 through 16 that reads, And He said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. Today, we here in the Apostolic Faith Church continue to preach the selfsame gospel of the kingdom of God that the Lord Jesus Christ Himself preached on the shores of Galilee. And we live today in the very end times, and therefore it is incumbent upon every man, woman, and child to prepare themselves to meet the Lord Jesus Christ when He returns to call up His waiting bride of believing saints, the church, saying, Come up hither. The Lord Jesus Christ gave His salvation commandment to Nicodemus, and today He is also giving it to all mankind upon this earth. It reads in John 3, 5, Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water, and of the Spirit he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. The term accept, spoken by the Lord Jesus Christ, highlights the spiritual importance of following his commandment that is given to every man, woman, and child to gain entrance into the kingdom of God. And in John 3, 6, and 7, the Lord Jesus Christ further commands, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. To be born of water means every man, woman, and child must be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ. And to be born of the Spirit means we must all be filled with God's Holy Spirit, speaking in God's unknown tongue or language, just as they did on the day of Pentecost, to confirm being filled with God's Holy Spirit within. Revelations 22:17 also gives mankind this special invitation. It reads, And the Spirit and the bride say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Being born again in the name of Jesus Christ means that we are now married to him by water baptism and being filled with his Holy Spirit. This marriage vow commits every one of us into a loving relationship with Jesus Christ as the bridegroom and we as the bride of Christ. 1 Peter 3.21 defines the act of baptism. It reads, The like figure unto even baptism doth also now save us, not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but the answer of a good conscience toward God by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. 
And in Acts 2.38, Peter preached this commandment on the day of Pentecost to the many Jews gathered in Jerusalem. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Repentance is defined as godly sorrow for our sins. And true repentance reflects the inner remorse and godly sorrow that every born-again believer feels towards sin. The blood of Jesus Christ that he shed on the cross of Calvary removes our sins and brings remission of sins to every man, woman, and child who accepts the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, Master, and Lord. And water baptism symbolizes the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. The old sinful creature is changed, and we now become new creatures in Christ Jesus to walk and to talk with him in newness of life. God's word, the Bible states that the wages of sin is death, and that is the reward all unbelievers will receive when they do not accept Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, Master, and Lord. Acts 4.12 imparts God's saving power and authority vested in the name of Jesus Christ. It reads, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. <clears throat> God's Holy Spirit opens our understanding through the scriptures written in God's Word, the Bible, to help us live a spiritual life above sin, knowing that both heaven and hell are true eternities. Therefore, Romans 12, 1 and 2 denotes, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Paul instructs all mankind in Romans 10, 1 through 4. It says, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. This dispensation of grace bears special significance to every man, woman, and child as a time to choose either eternal life in heaven above with Jesus Christ or to choose eternal damnation in hell below. Jesus Christ, God himself, speaks directly to every man, woman, and child, asking them all to pay close attention and take heed to his voice. During this period of grace, God's Holy Spirit is being outpoured freely upon all true born-again believers, empowering them with God's many spiritual gifts. The power, presence, and manifestation of God's Holy Spirit upon the body of Christ is clearly evident today within believers in the church. And today's spiritual experiences in many cases exceeds those given to our forefathers in the Old Testament, 
being clearly evident right before our very eyes. And God's Holy Spirit is manifested daily through mighty miracles, wondrous victories, and the great love of Jesus Christ exhibited upon His creation. Romans 1, 3-6 adds this exhortation. Concerning His Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh, and declared to be the Son of God with power according to the Spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead, by whom we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for His name, among whom ye are also called of Jesus Christ. The grace of Jesus Christ provides for the salvation of our souls, whether we are Jew or Gentile. This dispensation of grace offers every man, woman, and child the opportunity to accept Jesus Christ by repenting of their sins and being baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ. John 12, 31 to 32 further denotes, Now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the prince of this world be cast out. And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will draw all men unto me. And Romans 5.17 adds this confirmation. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Matthew 28.16-20 also denotes the sovereignty of Jesus Christ as God Himself. It reads, Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, into a mountain where Jesus had appointed them. And when they saw Him, they worshipped Him. But some doubted. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Amen. Here we learn that the terms Father, Son, and Holy Ghost are merely titles and that the name of the Father is Jesus, the name of the Son is Jesus, and the name of the Holy Ghost is Jesus. Upon His resurrection from the tomb, the Lord Jesus Christ commissioned His apostles being with them for 40 days and teaching them the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. King David adds his personal advice in Psalms 27.4, One thing have I desired of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. Ephesians 2, 4-9 offers this salutation of grace. But God, who is rich in mercy, for His great love wherewith He loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace He has saved, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, that in the ages to come He might show the exceeding riches of His grace in His kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. For by grace are you saved through faith, and not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. The Lord Jesus Christ defined grace in Romans 12, 3-8. For I say through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we being many are one body in Christ, and every one members one of another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. Whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the portion of faith. 
or ministry, let us wait on our ministering, or he that teacheth on teaching, or he that exhorteth on exhortation. He that giveth, let him do it with simplicity. He that ruleth with diligence. He that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. Jesus Christ, God himself, is mankind's only solid foundation in this life and in the life to come. Therefore, the grace of Jesus Christ and his doctrinal truths will confound every principle and teaching that mankind has learned upon this earth. And in Galatians 1.8, Paul warns all mankind, but though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Our heavenly citizenship is defined in Galatians 3, 26 to 29. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. And if ye be Christ's, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Dear television viewers, today we invite everyone to accept the Lord Jesus Christ and work out his or her own salvation for tomorrow may be too late. The grace of Jesus Christ preached by the Apostle Peter on the day of Pentecost is the same gospel that we preach to you today. Paul gave this testimony to King Agrippa in Acts 26, 13 to 18. It says, At midday, O king, I saw in the way a light from heaven above the brightness of the sun shining round about me and them which journeyed with me. And when we were all fallen to the earth, I heard a voice speaking unto me and saying in the Hebrew tongue, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And I said, Who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. But rise and stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness, both of these things which thou hast seen, and of those things in the which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles, unto whom now I send thee, to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins and inheritance amongst them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Paul's face-to-face -face meeting with the Lord Jesus Christ on the road to Damascus, converting him from a persecutor of the saints to a powerful preacher to both Jew and Gentile believers alike concerning the gospel preached by Jesus Christ as God himself on the shores of Galilee. And today let us all stand in the grace and truth of the Lord Jesus Christ to prepare ourselves for his soon coming return in clouds of glory to call us up saying, come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you would like to know more about God's Word in the church and review these telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. Until our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor Edwin H. Sproth Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your homes. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hall of His hands. To end our program, we call upon our church band to render the powerful anthem entitled, Victory in Jesus' Name.
the preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.